Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. Support for The Zest comes from People's Gas, delivering clean, efficient, and affordable natural gas for cooking at home with precise temperature control. More at floridasenergy.com. I'm Robin Sessingham, and this is The Zest, celebrating cuisine and community in the Sunshine State. Season two of The Zest starts in mid-April, but community is what we're all about, and we're all craving some community right now. So I wanted to check in with you, let you know that we're still here, we're cooking for our families, we're trying to keep our immunity up, we're trying to support our local restaurants, and food is still and always a huge part of our lives. Today I'm bringing you a conversation with Michelle Stark, the food and lifestyle editor of the Tampa Bay Times. Michelle's been writing about how to eat well, even when you're eating emergency supplies. She tells us the number one thing we need to remember when we're stocking up on non-perishables. Hi, Michelle. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing, you know, (laughs) how we're all doing, how we're all doing. So, Michelle, thanks so much for um, being with us today. I wanted to ask you, you had written about this for the Tampa Bay Times, um, some good foods to have stocked up in your house. And it's not necessarily, I think, that we're feeling like we're going to, food's going to run out, but it's that we don't necessarily want to be running to the store. We want to stay hunkered down in our homes. Um, What are the good things to stock up on? Yeah, so I think um, you make a good point that step one is just not to panic. (laughs) Um, I look at this as just like making sure that you're not out of food right now. You know, it's a good idea to make sure your shelves are full, but you don't need to be stocking up on things that you never eat or things you've never cooked in your life and have no idea what to do with. Um, That's a good point because I know that for the hurricanes, I would always run out and get this canned food, like SpaghettiOs and stuff that there's no, realistically, I was never going to eat that. Yeah. In terms of what is always good to have on hand in your pantry, you know, coronavirus pandemic or not, hurricane or not, um, I think uh, beans, canned beans, a lot of people are talking about beans right now. Um, If you're like me and you're into kind of like uh, heirloom beans, which are typically a little fancier, um, dried beans uh, that come from companies like Rancho Gordo, um, those are a fun thing to stock up on right now. Um, Those take a little more time to cook, but you know, if you're home with nothing to do, that'll give you a project. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Canned beans are delicious and they're really versatile. Um, Chickpeas are one of my favorite things uh, to have on hand always because you can do a million things with them. Uh, You can make hummus, you know, put them in a food processor, whiz them up to make some sort of dip. Um, If you put them in the oven and roast them with some olive oil, they get really nice and crunchy. Uh, They can be eaten hot. They can be eaten cold. They're really good in soups or stews. So if I was going to go to the store and buy one sort of canned product, it would definitely be a can of chickpeas. A can of chickpeas. Yeah. The dried, you think, does that work well too? Yes. uh, I love dried beans. And especially if you have any sort of, um, you know, dried beans are really simple to cook. They've been around for centuries for a reason. Um, You know, you just have to soak them in water overnight. 
and then boil them in a lot of water in your biggest pot and they'll come to life pretty easily. Um, if you have something like an instant pot or a pressure cooker, um, it's even faster and easier. And honestly, the flavor that you can get by combining dried beans with dried spices and herbs um, and like a chicken broth in your instant pot is really amazing. You know, you can create a meal in like 30 minutes that way. So I would definitely recommend that, especially if you're trying to save money. Um, it's a little less, you know, convenient than canned beans sometimes, but they're also a great option. Good to have on the shelf. Yeah, and sure. okay, so beans number one. Uh, what else? Beans number one. I think, like I just mentioned, a chicken broth or stock, any sort of um, you know carton of broth is great to have. I would definitely try to have at least four or five of those on hand at any given time. Um, soups and stews are a really nice thing to make right now. They're comforting. They can feed a lot of people. They don't dirty that many pots. <laughs> Um, and if you have kind of a broth that's already been created, um, in one of those cartons, you know, it just comes together so much easier. So maybe get some cases even of the, of the broth just to have stored up. Yeah. And they last for a really long time. If you open them, you know, you use them typically within 10 days, but unopened, those things last for a really long time. Now, what about produce? There, of course, fresh produce is hard to keep around, but there are some things like maybe onions, garlic that will last. Yes. Um, they those all belong to a family called alliums. Um, and those are really easy to store even once they've been, um, you know, kind of cut or peeled. Um, shallots, chives, leeks, scallions, um, those can all be kept either on the counter or in the fridge, depending on what they are. If you're doing something like um, chives or other herbs like that, just put them in a Ziploc bag with a wet paper towel and make sure that bag is totally shut. And those will keep for, honestly, I've had some in the fridge for two weeks now that don't look much different than the day I brought them home. Um, onions and garlic, obviously unpeeled, can sit on your counter for quite a while and um, just add a ton of flavor to whatever you're making. I went out, the first thing I did was go out and buy a huge bag of rice. Was that a good, a good purchase? <laughs> uh, I think so. I think if you like rice and you, uh, you know, are used to cooking rice and enjoy eating it, it's a great purchase. Um, I've had like a bag of stale brown rice in my cupboard for a long time that I never touched. And then I have, you know, other containers of rice that um, are a little more palatable to me, like basmati rice um, or an arborio rice that I make risotto with. So I would just say, make sure you're buying a rice that you like, um, because they're so cheap and uh, they last for a while. But, you know, I think sometimes it can be a little bland. <laughs> mm -hmm. so if, you're, if you're shopping for that stuff anyway, just make sure that you're shopping for stuff that you're actually going to eat. That That's the best advice, really. Yeah, I, I just, I've, I've done this a lot and I get kind of, you know, into hoarding mode and then I just take a look six months later and, and it's really clear the stuff that I like to eat and the stuff I don't. Okay. What else? Um, so in terms of canned products, another thing that I always have is some sort of canned tomato, um, whether that's whole peeled tomatoes, diced tomatoes, tomato sauce, pureed tomatoes. Um, those can be used in many different ways. You can make a simple tomato sauce, with some ground beef if you happen to be able to find that. Um, you can use diced tomatoes in a soup. 
Um, I made stuffed shells the other night and basically just, you know, stuffed some, some uh, pasta shells with cheese and then poured a just regular can of tomato sauce on top and then seasoned it with some salt and pepper and garlic. And it was delicious. Um, just can, can tomato sauce. Yeah. 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 I buy that a lot. And I find that as long as you cook it somehow and apply heat to it, it'll get rid of sort of that tinny flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's delicious. I also think canned coconut milk is kind of underrated in terms of, um, you know, creating like stews and sort of creamy dishes like that. Um, I add that to, you know, a lot of my bean soups. Um, it's also a good, you know, milk alternative that is shelf stable, even like in your coffee, if you're desperate. I'm so glad you brought up coconut milk because I have a question about that. I love to cook with it. I love the taste, but it seems like sometimes it curdles if I'm boiling it or is, is it curdling? Is it supposed to look like that? Or should I have added it at the end? What, how do you cook with it? That's a really good question. Um, I don't think it's curdling, but it might be, um, yeah, the heat might just be a little too high. Um, I usually add it at the beginning, actually, like when I'm, you know, let's say I'm sauteing some onions and garlic and I add a can of chickpeas, I'll add the coconut milk then. Um, and then I'll add my broth. And if I just kind of bring it up slowly to a boil, um, I find that it works because everything is kind of, um, emulsified at that point. Okay. Before I move on to ask you another question, anything else that, that, that you want us to have, you know, really important to have on hand? Um, I would say nut butters are another thing that I always, always have. Um, peanut butter, uh, almond butter, any sort of interesting butter, like cashew butter. Um, I find at my local grocery store a lot. Tahini is also really good. Uh, it's like a ground sesame seed paste. Um, and Which that, you need it if you're going to make the hummus. You, sh- you definitely need yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's one that is probably still on the shelves because I don't think as many people are buying that as, say, like a peanut butter. Um, so that might be a good alternative. Oh, yeah. And so the nut butters, are they last, they last for a long time, too. Yes. All right, great. So... You know, we definitely want to be as nutritious as possible, but you know, we've got to have our comfort foods. Yeah. And the balance. <laughs> well, you do. What What's your suggestion? Um, that's a really good question. I, I've been thinking about that a lot because the first thing that I made, you know, last week when I started having to stay home was like a huge lemon loaf cake and a bunch of chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> oh yes, I'll and, take know, it. As I keep saying, like, I do think it's important to have food that you actually crave and actually want to eat. Um, But, you know, I've also been trying to eat a lot of vegetables and I stocked up on a lot of frozen vegetables, um, you know, and just making like chili, which is relatively healthy. Um, So I would just try to try to have some balance. I mean, don't deprive yourself because these are really stressful times, but at the same time, you know, make sure you're eating at least a couple of fruits and vegetables a day if you can find them. Um, even if they're canned, you know, they're still better than, you know, having chocolate chip cookies for dinner. I find that that I I make candy a lot when I'm stressed. Oh, interesting. I love making candy. <laughs> yeah, it's a great product. It's just a great, it makes you feel good and you can <laughs> color it. You can use your food colorings and your flavorings and, um, you know, making sure the temperature is right really kind of takes your mind off other things. I love it. Totally. Yeah. And one thing I've noticed, um, 
I might be writing about this, you know, as I look into it a little more, but I've heard that yeast and flour is kind of running out of, um, stores are running out of that right now. And yeah, my sister just told me she couldn't find any flour. Yeah. And so, you know, that is a good project if you need to bake something, but you are, are still trying to like kind of maintain your health balance, um, make some bread. I mean, you know, bread is not inherently bad for you. It's just, you know, you don't want to go eat the whole loaf in one sitting, but um, that's a really great thing to make from scratch at home. You know, um, a lot of store-bought breads have a ton of preservatives. And if you can make something like that yourself, you'll still feel like you're doing something and it'll be comforting, but, um, you know, it won't be quite as bad for you. Yeah. And you don't really need any special equipment. Oh, no, not at all. Bread, homemade bread is one of the easiest things you can make. And I, I do actually hope that if anything good comes out of us all staying home, it's that people will all learn how to make their own bread. That is a great optimistic note to end on, Michelle. <laughs> Thank you so much. And take care of yourself, stay healthy, and uh, keep cooking. Thanks, you too. We'll be back with more stories in the coming days, stories that connect us because food brings us together. By the way, if you do have canned chickpeas in supply, we've got Michael Solomonoff's recipe for five-minute hummus on our website, thezestpodcast.com. And we'd love to hear how you're doing, how you're feeding yourself and your loved ones during this crisis. Let us know at our Facebook page. Eat well, stay well, and thanks so much for listening.